everybody, this is Todd McFarland here. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collecticast. Welcome to DC Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC Universe. I am your host, Benjamin David. I know it's been a few weeks. Thanks so much for your patience, uh, but I return with nothing but good news, at least in the scheduling department, because, of course, we have to somewhat talk about uh, COVID, but we are officially back with a weekly schedule here at DC Collecticast, uh, coming at you every Wednesday morning with a fresh new ep of DC Toy Talk. With me today and the next month on the show is Carl from the Play With It podcast. Uh, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, check out their show, at Play With It Podcast Show on Instagram. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Batman The Adventures Continue figures out this month from DC Direct. Uh, then the second portion of the episode is going to be our collector Q&A. Uh, so every week I'll be going live on Instagram, just like today, and I'm going to be asking you guys questions and vice versa on the given episode's topic. You can find the show you're listening to now on iTunes, the Anchor app, Spotify, and more pod places. Again, we are DC Collecticast. Subscribe, rate, review really helps us out on iTunes. Uh, we are at DC Collecticast on Instagram and Twitter. Find me, Benjamin David, at Benjamin of David on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, feel free to DM us or email us with questions for a Q&A. And again, we are at DC Collecticast and BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. That's BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. Uh, we are part of the CBI network at ComicBookINTL on all social media, as well as uh, YouTube. Uh, don't forget to check out my writing at Collectible506.com. That's Collectible506.com. Again, my name is Benjamin David. Um, so today we have Carl talking again, mostly Batman. The adventures continue. Figures uh, from DC Direct, excuse me, DC Direct, but also the newly released comics that came out this week. Um, and then issue two should be out today, assuming it is weekly. Then I took some of our collector Q's and A's uh, posted over the past week or so. Took those live on Instagram the other night, and then that gives you guys a full hour ep of audio. Stay tuned for a set schedule of uh, when we go live at DC Collecticast. I don't know if I'm going to do a set schedule yet, uh, but again, now you can depend at least on Wednesday mornings and uh, weekly uh, vids are back too on the Comic Book INTL network. Uh, I should say Comic Book INTL YouTube. Uh, so you can join us, as always, engage with us on the Insta Q&A at DC Collecticast. We do post those throughout the week, so always uh, look out for those. And speaking of uh, Batman, the adventures continue. We had two artists at DC just yesterday. I repost one of the figure collages that I posted. So I made a figure collage of all 16 of the Batman, the adventures continue DC direct figures um, uh, to the DC Collecticast Instagram. And then Ty Templeton himself, the guy who designed these figures, as well as, you know, the artist drawing the new adventures continue comic reposted it on his Instagram. Nuts. Uh, so check him out, templeton.ty on Instagram, and you will see a DC Collecticast collage that yours truly made. <laughs> and then the other DC artist uh, is going to be Monica Cubina. I assume it's Cubina or Cubina. Uh, so it's Monica.Cubina with a K uh, on Instagram. And then she also reposted the same collage. Nuts. I think, or yeah, she reposted Ty Templeton's, uh, but still it is ours two DC artists one day. Amazing. Um, so check all that stuff out on all those Instagrams. And she is a uh, colorist at DC, DC Superhero Girl Comics, uh, Batman, Star Wars, and more, man. So cool. So huge shout outs to both artists, especially the animated Bat comic legend Ty Templeton. I could not believe that. Like 
this is the guy that pretty much continued, not just obviously now continuing the adventures, but even back 92, 93, as throughout the run of, uh, you know, the animated series as it was on TV, he was continuing the adventures in comic form. And a lot of people say, like, those comics, many of those are pretty much lost episodes of the animated series. They're that good. And Dini and Burnett, who's doing, you know, Adventures Continue Now, have worked on those comics. Like, all those comics are legit. This guy reposted it. This is basically, for me, like, someone from the animated series. It's so awesome. All right, finally, some uh, collector shout-outs before we go. We got the Comic Crypt and the Groovy Graveyard. These are local uh, brick-and-mortar comic stores here on the Jersey Shore where I live. And unfortunately, obviously, again, brick-and-mortar with uh, Corona hit super hard. So they have online gift certificates available that can help them out uh, while things blow over. Um, so we got the Comic Crypt is in Eatontown, New Jersey. So just Google that. Uh, comic Crypt, Eatontown, New Jersey. Look up online gift certificates for them. And then there's the Groovy Graveyard in Asbury. That's right in town where I live. Um, it was crazy, too. Like, right before Corona, it started getting nice out and everything. And I was walking around town, and I was like, it's good to be out and talk to people again. And I popped in the Groovy Graveyard literally two hours. We were like, oh, man, the store's supposed to be closed. Like, I closed the store with the person. Uh, weird figures, comics, vintage stuff, um, records. It's so awesome and you know the woman reg i it's just so weird to that these places are closed is my point so let's help them out uh and not take advantage of the uh status quo as it were because the status quo is pretty damn good being able to leave our house um finally the comic collectors guild and uh house of geekery so house of geekery is going to come on to talk about kenner batman his kenner batman vintage batman figure collection is off the chain uh, specifically with like 90s stuff. Oh my God. So check out House of Geekery on Instagram and he's going to come on uh, in a couple weeks to be a guest. Um, and it might be one of our Patreon incentives. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> it might be an exclusive interview that I'm going to start doing uh, to build up the Patreon. So stay tuned for that. Again, you guys are still going to get weekly episodes here, but that might be an incentive. Uh, and then also again, uh, the Comic Collectors Guild. So House of Geekery is part of the Comic Collectors Guild, and I shouted them out on our Above and Batman Beyond show, and they shouted us out on their new podcast, uh, the State of the Union podcast. So check out their new pod. Uh, just connected with all those guys, and they also promoted our... Uh, you guys will hear a mid-roll of that today, um, our uh, COVID bat cowls, anti-COVID bat cowls, and they shouted that out too. So thank you to them for that at the Comic Collectors Guild on Instagram. And of course, today's guest, uh, Carl from the Play With It podcast. That's at Play With It podcast show on Instagram, iTunes, wherever you listen to pods, Play With It podcast. Uh, thanks again to Carl. Shout out for all your time, insight, and fun uh, on today's episode. And then again, you're going to have Carl on for the next three eps for the whole month. And with that, let's start the show. Again, look for us here in audio every Wednesday uh, and stay tuned for our live schedule Q&A on our Instagram at DC Collecticast if you want to participate. All right, we have Carl with us once again on DC Collecticast from the uh, Play With It podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Glad to be back. Yeah, man, good to have you back. It's uh, your episode was a huge highlight at Toy Fair for me. That you coming up with a term that I'm going to steal every year: the DC debrief of Toy Fair. Um, it was so fun to break down my toy fair experiences with you last time you were on and just have like an ear to talk to, you know, interviews are one thing, but it's 
very one way. You don't get to hear like my side of it or just be able to kind of unload with a, a uh, and someone who also, you know, loves this stuff too. It was awesome. So thanks for coming on then. Thanks for coming back. Absolutely. We, we had a good time uh, chatting about Toy Fair and I, I was glad to get some, uh, some direct information from you and kind of see how, how you thought about it. I hope that we get to make it to next year's Toy Fair. So, uh, but it was really great to, to check it all out uh, and go over it. And, and I do expect to get a royalty every time you use debrief. So, just, <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> I expect a paycheck. But yeah, no, it's good. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, see, so we'll get the royalty uh, ad play. Placements that were, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like again, I, I wish, uh, or I should say, again, it's good to have you back. I wish we were starting off with a better topic, but uh, and I was just saying off mic, I don't want to spend too much time on coronavirus, but with a uh, a podcast that involves commerce and shipping and all kinds of stuff uh, that has any kind of economic or pop cultural. Uh, you know, connection, it kind of is going to, co- it's going to come up on any podcast, let's be real. But um, point I'm trying to drive home is that we're not going to spend every episode and from here on in, possibly not even bring it up unless it's again, relevant. So um, wishing well to anyone listening, followers, uh, you know, hope you guys are good. Hope you guys are safe. So just to talk about it for a couple minutes, let you guys know how, uh, again, it's going to affect the show. And to not harp on it, uh, no public toy store reports. I think you guys could understand that. I'm not going to be, I've been going to Target past couple of episodes. In fact, I still have an episode that I can, I still have a report to kind of post. Uh, but you, you can understand that. It's, I'm not going to be doing that. So we're going to be online focused for a while. So we're thinking big, bad toy store, entertainment, earth. Etc. Um, so if you've liked those toy store reports, just want to let you guys know you are going to get them. They're just going to be online based. Um, now we got some DC news stuff. We have some, uh, <clears throat> speculation, excuse me, <clears throat> speculation for, you know, stores and stuff like that. How is it, I guess, to start with collecting, how is it, um, how it's a, how has it affected your collecting? Like, has there been anything that maybe you've been looking for and it's kind of gotten in your way? or whatever uh so definitely um being more cautious with my spending um i'm currently an essential employee that cannot um work from home uh that but we're also a small business so you don't really know like how things are gonna fly so with all of that i'm just i'm not gonna stop because as i'm sure you're uh experiencing it's that monkey on your back of needing to get the next, you know, figure or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's more about just trying to be smart with my money. And I I think a lot of people are doing that. Just it's a hobby. At the end of the day, it's it's non-essential. But, I mean, to a degree it is, you know, for our enjoyment and uh, people being locked up in their homes and stuff. uh, Yeah, sanity. Waiting for that, you know, figure that that recent purchase is kind of like the small joys is going to get get us through this. Um, so I'm certainly going to continue uh, to make purchases, and uh, I got my eyes on some things that I'm sure we're going to be discussing. Um, but uh, I don't know, 
You know, I will say I've been doing some pre-orders. Um, well, I have a lot that are going to be due here in the next couple months. Uh, like some of the was that Hush Batman from uh, SH Fig Arts and like, or is it Ma Mafex? Um, and just uh, there's just a bunch of stuff that's all starting to come up soon in the next couple months. So uh, I'll have to deal with that financially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but currently I'm slowing it down and just picking the best, um, the most important things to me. So, and I think a lot of people are probably going to be doing the same. Um, I do have a budget each month and I have a budget for uh, purchases like this. So it doesn't go out of control. So mm-hmm. I just, it's the game of getting the, the most important stuff. So, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's important to be able to see all those sides of it, right? It's like, you know, what is essential right now? Then again, what's going to keep us sane and, <laughs> uh, uh, we're still going to collect nonetheless, nothing's going to stop our listeners or us from doing it. So, but it, absolutely, it is interesting to hear from person to person, how it's affecting. Like some people are all together that I'm hearing, like, you know, I'm good for now. I don't need these things. And like, maybe I'll just play with what I got for now. I just have absolutely no way to buy anything. Some people, their job isn't affected. They're like, I'm, I might go even heavier cause I'm locked inside. <laughs> I saw, um, one thing I saw from a collector, it was a toy photographer and they posted like, I forget what it was, but it was just so funny how not leaving their house is absolutely like, doesn't affect their life in any way. Right. Uh, um, so I just, that's a humorous thing, I guess. If we want to look at the bright side of it, there are some funny things in the collecting world with uh, uh, what's going on. So, but yeah, I mean, I personally, uh, I miss the store reports, really. I, I just love, again, specifically Target. It's just such an outlet of just going there, even if I wasn't buying anything and reporting on it and making that part of the show um, and then doing kind of my de- digest reports of going to a bunch of other stores and then talking about what I'm seeing at different places. But, you know, it is what it is, dude. Like, what, what am I going to do? As you said, it's what is essential right now and what is not essential is for me to spread a virus because I want to look at Batman toys in public. It's like, you know, uh, so, yeah. Um, for yeah, me, the, though, I, I guess that's pretty much it for me. I just miss the reports. Yeah, I mean, it's the joy of the hunt, right? It's like uh, part of it is getting the item that you want uh for your collection but uh a good portion of the enjoyment for a lot of people it sounds like it is for you is the the actual hunting and and finding it and there's there really is nothing better than you know looking for a chase figure and you you've just come up empty so many times and then that one time you walk into the toy aisle and there it is on the peg and you're like yes so you you know grab it and you're looking over your shoulder to make sure no one's going to like take it from you as you head to the front of the, uh, you know, the store to check out. Like I've, I've had, we've all had those moments where we're like, I can't believe I see it, you know? So it's, it is sad that we're now in a place, um, where that's something that was going to have to be on hold, but it'll be that much sweeter when we get back to it. Um, so, yeah. um, yeah, but uh, it, it's tough for sure. We have to, we're all changing how we do things temporarily for the for the greater good yeah. yep. 
Uh, and I have more on kind of how it's affected. Again, I don't not as a focus, but once we get to like McFarlane and then some other stuff too. Um, yeah, there's just it's part of life right now. Um, you know, DC News. There's just other crazy stuff like all the Batman and Wonder Woman movies are being put on hold. Like Wonder Woman was supposed to come out, I think May, and now that's been put off to August, I believe. Yeah, August. Yeah, I saw that. Right? Uh, the Batman completely shut down like until further notice yeah they originally did the two weeks and then they just pretty much turned it into we don't know uh like we're just gonna shut it down and you know it worries me it's all for the good and but movie being a huge batman fan i'm very interested maybe words not the right word but with a, a movie like that that is really important to me with the character that's really important to me. I don't, I want to make sure that it gets made. I want to see this movie and I'm afraid that it's possible that we don't get to see it or that most likely we'll get to see it, but maybe not in the capacity we originally intended. You know, things like this can really change due to production issues. Uh, Sometimes short, the story can change from what was originally intended and maybe it'll be better uh, who knows uh but it's just one of those what if scenarios when you have something this uh you know uh drastic happen and completely shut a movie down for a period of time one has to wonder what could have been or you know is the outcome going to be better um i just really hope that it gets made in the first place. Like I, I don't think that they plan on completing, completely shelving it. But you know, over time, uh, that can get uh, to be a concern. So I'm just mm-hmm. hoping for the best. Now. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, you started off saying the right thing. It is all for the best, but these things do. It's film projects are sensitive to things. Every day that you're putting something off, every Thing that gets canceled completely changes uh you know a movie is not just this thing that's there and like oh we can just resume it and it will be the exact same thing we had in mind before that's not even at the highest budget level like shooting locations oh you know next thing you know it's like the second the economy opens again who knows if the shooting locations will still be available who knows if the uh you know there's, all there's, the factors what's that the the actors if they're still available you know yeah. some of the you know anywhere from top build to minor parts that may have still been really important to the plot uh oh i'm no longer available to do that but because i was originally supposed to be shooting this other movie that i signed a contract for um i don't know like Ugh. uh yeah. the, I, I just hope that there's not this crazy snowball effect for these movies. Luckily, with the Wonder Woman 84, it's already shot and ready to go. And that just moving to a better uh, month is, I think, will be just fine for everybody. And Mm. I'm really excited for that movie. And I certainly don't want it to uh, get hammered by just, you know, not getting the fanfare that it deserves just because of these circumstances that are beyond anyone's control. Like, I don't want it to flop or not make money, and then we don't get more because of something that no one could have controlled. While it, I have 
a very strong feeling that it's going to be great because I love the first one. Um, and uh, seeing the trailer and everything, um, I'm really excited for it. So I just hope that it does really well because no matter what, if you want more, it's got to do well. Like whatever it is, it has to succeed. So uh, this these, these need to succeed so we can keep the DC movie universe alive. Yeah, I mean, one of the first toys we're talking about today is literally from the very movie that might not even be on the big screen when it's supposed to, which is just um, crazy. That movie especially, I mean, and as you said, <coughs> excuse me, and we'll wrap up Corona and kind of DC News in a minute, but um, <coughs> excuse me, like she, or sorry, the... Um, that movie seems to be a little more sensitive when it comes to like if production got put off because there's just it's such it seems a lot bigger than probably what the Batman movie is going to be. That Batman movie looks more like a lot of practical. It looks a lot cheaper, not cheaper, but less expensive and just less big. Yeah. than an, You know, an 80s, big, colorful, crazy comic like off the page 1984 glory that movie looks like religion dude oh my god yeah 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 no i and hear I'm you excited for it, it in like such a different way and, and now that we've seen more from the batman i'm actually way more excited for wonder woman right now uh, i hate to say that because i'm such a bat fan but ugh, like i don't know it's not irrelevant to our show so i don't want to like act like it's not but just for a second i i'm not a big fans so far of much of what we've been getting like design wise from the Batman gotcha. um, but that also we haven't seen everything and we haven't even gotten a trailer and the movie now who the hell knows after this they might scrap everything and be like hey all that shit you saw it's not what you're gonna get yeah reshoots and stuff yeah no I, I uh, I've had mixed feelings but I'm definitely holding out uh, reserving my opinion until we see more i want to see yeah. a trailer first i'm gonna see it and support no matter what mm-hmm. um but i will say that the costume um leaves some to be desired like i get some of their choices um but i like the the gauntlets with all those like silver i don't know what they are that are you know all the way across i don't know if they're like you know shoot out something or whatever um mm-hmm. and uh just some of the I don't know. Some people were calling it like um, cosplay quality, which I feel like is a little <laughs> harder than it should be. Also, you know, this is all like found footage. It's one of those things where uh, production, uh, post production makes a huge difference uh, right. in the quality. Um, so we'll see. But I thought the car was really cool. Um, I know that that's been real polarizing, but I'm really tired of a bat tank. Like, I'm over it. I'm ready for something different. And uh, I was kind of excited to see like a kind of a uh, like a blacked out, um, you know, 70s sports car. Um, and all this could be, you know, this being like early Batman career, uh, we might even see a costume change uh, like later into the um, into the movie, that kind of thing that they love to play around with these kinds of things when they do these leaks. You know, what everybody saw Heath Ledger's leak of 
of his promo shots, people like freaked out because it's like, what's what's going on with like the smile or scars? Are you kidding me? You know, he didn't have his full makeup on, but it was like just looked like a white face with like scars. And you're like, this is Joker. Are you kidding me? And then he be it became like one of the most iconic, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, Batman uh, characters ever. Uh, I'm still in, you know, Nicholson is still my favorite nostalgia wise, but I mean, Heath Ledger did an incredible job and we were all like really scared about it. So here we are again, the cycle continues and, uh, you know, just you, we got to hold out some faith that they know what they're doing. And, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. I just, it's now it's just a matter of like, let's make sure this thing gets made. Then we can t- debate about, you know, if we liked it or not, as long as it gets, you know, it gets to us. So. A good way to look at it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so to wrap up, uh, I'm glad we talked about the DC movies. Cause I definitely wanted to at least bring that up. Um, what is your, your speculation for, so, Spin Master, McFarlane, I talk about all the time, Tar, you know, uh, even Walmart doing those reports. For those action figures that, you know, I mean, even McFarlane, I guess, and DC Direct, of course, dot coms are where <clears throat> they can live just as much. But what do you think is going to happen with, like, the Spin Master and the blind bags, the kind of the smaller stuff that people are typically going to go to Target and Walmart for? Um, you think Spin Master is going to make a big push for like Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth and stuff? The way that the way that you would look for, you know, a DC Direct or a McFarlane. That's a great question. Uh, I don't really know about the small stuff. Um, I, I would imagine X. That's another one. Yeah, true. And I, I think it might just be one of those things that, for the most part, a lot of the small like impulse buy category um collectibles will probably just kind of wait till we're all back um i think it's a weird uh, thing you don't think about like a blind bag is so something that that's a brick and mortar thing to buy like (laughs) yeah yeah no it is um i i think kind of like toy stock overall i think it's gonna be it's one of those things like right now it looks like online stock of toys is still like popping up in pockets and with people doing their shopping online, I think it'll make things harder to find online initially until the supply chains start focusing on their stocks online versus brick and mortar. So I think like I'm sure there's a big shift going on behind the scenes right now. So you'll start seeing a lot more product than we normally do. But to keep up with the demand, you got more people online shopping and hunting than they were before because now we have to stay at home. So I think that there's going to be a shift, and the you know the supply chains will start meeting that demand, knowing that you know it's just going to sit on the shelf uh, at the store and not get sold. So now. You know, that's good news for us online buyers. But I, I think with the Spin Master and the, the um, you know, the blind bag stuff, that that might get kind of shoved to the side. But I will say I hope Spin Master, because it's a little more than – it's not a blind bag. Like the those, like, four-inch figures, those mm-hmm. 
those are a little more substantial. They, you know, they have a market, they have like an age range, even though they're shooting for younger, uh, you know, I got conned into buying them and I really like them now and I have to have them. <laughs> so <laughs> like, that's a whole thing. But, um, you know, I am going to miss the spin master blind barrels. So they have those little yellow Batman blind barrels. Yeah, I saw you uh, post about them when they first started showing up. Um, I have not made any purchases. I'm not usually a blind bag guy, but um, it is enticing. And yeah, they're uh, fun, man. I yeah, for sure. I I did do a little bit of the uh, the first uh, series of was it DC superheroes Legos and um, and the Batman Lego uh, blind bags. I did start buying some of those when they were uh when they were around and nice. uh it, it's fun to open up and you're like oh man who am i gonna get you know and you get like clock man and you're like what the hell but you know beyond that like you, you eventually you open up you know someone really big and you're like this is the best so i get i was a big um like uh what do you want to call it like trading card uh buyer uh, as a kid, um, you know, buying like Pokemon cards and like magic cards and, um, just that feeling of opening up something, not knowing what's in it and just discovering, uh, is infectious. So, uh, they definitely have their place, the blind bag stuff. And uh, I'm afraid those will probably sit at stores for a little while, uh, unless someone can figure out a good way to sell them online. They should push them online, and I hope they do. Um, Here's an idea to sell them online. Just thought of this. You do videos. You have fans send in videos of going like, ooh, which one did I get? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, they should do it. I'm just afraid they won't. Um, but, you know, those, like I'm saying, the four inchers uh, from Spin Master, those need to go online like i don't even know if i've even seen them online no looking they're not on there <laughs> and and i understand like it might be harder for um like the exclusives uh for stores to like to to sell those but there's you know plenty of in that series that are not uh exclusive they should at least get that standard gray and black batman and and the joker and some of the other like um uh dc characters they, those should ju- those are just regular uh, characters in the line. Those need to go online. So I I hope Spin Master works with the uh, the big box stores and and get those to us because um, we just can't afford to to go out. That's not an essential item. So uh, no, not even close. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's a no brainer. They got to get on that in terms of. Um, not in like, oh, they're slacking. I just mean that they should definitely do that. I'm sure they are looking into it. And also, like, um, what was I going to say? The, damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, there's just a ton of stuff. I guess one thing to definitely reply that with is just, like, it, it, there is a lot from that is not exclusive, that is not store-dependent, that they could just put on there immediately. And it's just a mess matter of finding the people who will put them on it <laughs> yeah and it, it could be a stock thing you know I, I don't know how far out they have to be to make a switch like that like a, supply chains you know they're thinking in advance and and everything uh it might take some time for them to to pivot um 
and maybe it takes too long to pivot. You know, if they're they've been you know fulfilling orders to from the factory to distribution centers, from the distribution centers to the stores, from the store storerooms to the yeah, there's just a lot of points that, that those uh, these products hit, and it just takes time. So, uh, and <laughs> everything has kind of happened very fast, and I think it's just going to take some time before we start seeing changes. But I, I hope that they don't miss the opportunity to continue to. These companies need to make money. Like I'm not worried about Hasbro, or you know some of the big name companies going out of business over this, but. You know, I, I don't know how big Spin Master is, but I don't I doubt their Hasbro size. And I could be I'm kind of talking out of my butt right now. But I mean, Spin Master, while has been around for a long time, like Hasbro's a huge giant. And, uh, you know, this this can take a, a dent in their business. So I hope that they can, you know, quickly adapt. It's a good point. Yeah, the mid the mid size, the small the smaller guys, um, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And, uh, at least we live in a world where there is like this whole other market of online. Yeah. It's going to be our saving grace. And another thing just to kind of speak on like some of the changes, uh, I'm already seeing in like how, um, the pivot from shopping at stores for your collectibles to doing it online um, I'm seeing stores um, run some pretty uh, deep sales considering the time period. Like, for instance, one of my favorite toy stores um, that has big online presence, they have a storefront too, uh, Dallas Vintage Toys. Uh, they're running a 15% off uh, sale. I'm not necessarily plugging them, but it's just kind of a fact that oh, they're plug a small away. <laughs> They're, uh, I just, they get a lot of my business and they do a really nice job. I've actually visited them while visiting uh, a friend out that way. And, uh, I don't think I had purchased anything from them prior to visiting them, but I just, I thought the store was really cool. I love, uh, vintage toys and stuff and, uh, they're running 15% off just to continue to drive sales. And, um, I think it's a great idea and I hope that it works for them because a company like that with, uh, you know, they got rent and bills and stuff. Um, pumping up their their traffic on their website is going to be key. And then I know Midtown Comics. Um, even though they're comics, they sell a lot of collectibles and and action figures, and they're currently doing a twenty five percent off. Um, Damn. Yeah, and uh, some of those are pretty enticing. Some of those like um, animated series, like the Poison Ivy and and Bane and like all those like uh, recent drops that uh, that they've put out uh, that's been not super easy to find. Um, and you can't really just go to like Walmart or whatever and pick up mm-hmm. like those are kind of it was, those have been like online centric um, unless you go to a comic shop. I'm sure comic shops sometimes have them, but they, they run a little price. They're a little pricey. Yeah, but the, with their 25% off, it's looking pretty good. They were like $21, $22 uh, for some of those that run about 25 27 MSRP. So Yeah, uh, sometimes like 30 Yeah, and then, but, you know, they're they're right there in New York, like with multiple storefronts in New York, and, you know, they're, they're getting hit hard. So 
I'm hoping that this can help, you know, drive some sales and, and keep them. And they've been around for a really long time. And I, I hope that, you know, they can weather the storm. Yeah, could you but, imagine, like, Midtown? Just that would be like an institution losing that. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't remember how long ago, but I think one of their more recent stores is actually in Times Square. And, you know, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, it's right there. And it's like a... You know, I'm sure it's deserted because, you know, no one can gather. And, you know, these guys have had an online presence. Uh, I've purchased many a comics from them. I, I had like a running. I was monthly purchasing when I was deep into reading uh, from Midtown. And they, they bag and board uh, all their comics uh, like free of charge. Or at least they used to. I, they probably still do. Um, and, and that's actually kind of a big thing because I always bag and board anyway. And it's like it was kind of a nice little extra. And, they, and their packing's really good. Um, I've had comics from other places you buy, and then you know they're like bent corners, and you know the the packaging was really crappy. But you know they're they're using heavy duty boxes and like um, packing materials to make sure that they get to you safe. Um, so again, I'm not meaning to plug them, but I think oh, these please. guys, these guys Ew. need help. Uh, yeah. and, uh, they great. These, both of those companies, uh, have gotten a lot of Carl's money in the past and uh, huh. I hope they continue to get other people's money as well. So, uh, but yeah, you're seeing these changes like the, these people got, uh, enticed to buy cause it's, it's just not, it's not food and shelter and uh and healthcare so you know the hobbies get cut first so i'm hoping we can we can keep these guys going mm. yeah no it's, it's uh you know like all the stuff we love it's a comic shop like this a place that especially for our show, you know we're not just collectibles we're dc collectibles so it's a comic based IP and um, uh, comic-based culture of toys and, and whole industry. So it's uh, all of that being threatened and totally turned upside down right now. It's an interesting time for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on from all that. Uh, but again, I, I and again, listener, it'll come up when it comes up. <clears throat> but I did feel the need to talk about it as as I just said. I think you know proves it like how much it's all turned upside down specifically with not just collectibles but dc collectibles <laughs> but uh global pandemics aside i thought we'd get into and do this every time carl comes um kind of an update on some dc stuff that's coming out specifically pre-orders and release updates so a bullet point of what we're doing uh we just hit corona pre-orders and release updates uh then retailer reports so like big bad toy store stuff like that batman the adventures continue uh, april and may they're going to be uh so this is all based on big bad toy store jim fletcher and paul dini uh were just on dc daily the uh that's the dc universe show the streaming network if you're outside the u.s sorry but uh if you're do you have dc universe carl no i don't uh i wasn't sure if it was worth it or not it, mm. do you have I do, yeah. I mean, you know me. I'm obsessed with that stuff, but uh, I'm a bad person to ask because I'm just in it for, for... I'll just buy anything DC. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was just curious, and uh, since you're going to be coming on a bunch, it's just worth uh, uh, asking. It's Yeah, it's pretty dope. 
I, I don't know if you're not heavy into DC. I don't know if I could per se recommend it to everyone, but if you're a DC person, I recommend it to everyone. Okay, so. in that case, uh, I'll have to uh, take it seriously. I, I haven't, uh, I didn't dive in too much. And it, you know, with the, like a new platform, at least at the time when they were trying to get everybody to sign up originally. I wasn't sure if there was enough content on there to, to be worth it, but it's been around for a while now. So um, I have to, I need to reassess for sure um, because I love DC stuff. And if it's, you know, if you think it's worth it, um, I'll take a look at it for sure. Yeah, check it out. At least give it a try. You know? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, um, again, on that streaming service, the DC Daily Show... So uh, both Jim Fletcher, who is the creative director of, of DC Direct, the in-house toy company at DC, and recurring guest. He's been on our show three times on our network. Very proud of that. Um, saw him again at Toy Fair, and he was just on DC Daily along with Paul Dini, the, the architect, one of the architects and writing masters of Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, and um, head writer of... Batman the Adventures Continue, which, if you're not familiar, continues the adventures, literally, of Batman the Animated Series. It takes place between New Batman Adventures and Batman Beyond, which, if you're not familiar with me and my network here, uh, my Above and Batman Beyond show the animated stuff, all super close to my heart. Uh, been covering the hell out of the Adventures Continue. We did an episode about it, just about that, and the figures um, on our Above and Batman Beyond show, interview at DC Direct, all that stuff's uh, on there. So this is all really close to me, and I, you know, this is probably one of the most, for a recurring segment on our show, which is going to be like DC pre-orders of stuff that's coming out, I might be more excited about <laughs> this set of figures that I'm about to go through than anything we'll ever talk about, unless it's like specifically Batman Beyond. Um, so yeah, and then the other quick plug, uh, Alan Burnett, uh, again, I talked about the toy fan interviews, but Alan Burnett, who's another head writer on the adventures continue, uh, I had him on, I should say, I, I had him on the po uh, the podcast when I was at New York comic-con, uh, in October, but I just posted his interview you both to YouTube and to the, um, above show. So if you want to hear, he wasn't talking about the adventures continue, but that is the same guy who's going to be writing these new adventures. And the other thing too, to be clear, uh, if you're not familiar, not just are they figures, but it's comics as well. Um, so it started off with figures and they're like, Hey, we're consulting with Paul Dini and Alan Burnett. And then they're like, Hey, like two weeks before toy fair, they're like, Hey, guess what? We're coming out with comics as well. And I was just like, like Oh my God. Um, and by the way, crazy enough, the comics come out in less than 24 hours from now. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, April 1st uh, drops digitally, so uh, oh. we're all uh, quickly... Now, I can't tell if it's just one issue or if it's like a whole series. I think uh, it's, it's one issue. Okay, alright. I wasn't sure if it was just issue one or if they had like a collection. Uh, yeah, man, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to have to... Uh, well, it says chapter one. Uh, Batman Adventure Continue Chapter 1 Part 1 Hardware is the name of it. Okay. Written okay. by Paul Dini and Alan Burnett. They, what they said was that the whole thing is going to be I'm pretty 
sure they said six, at least the first group of comics is going to be six issues altogether. Uh, but it's going to have like an overall arc, but then they're going to be individual shots. They're trying to treat it like episodes uh, of the show, which is kind of genius. Well, and that's the other crazy thing, too, is that these literally, some of these literally are episodes, and with the bringing it back to the um, figures, for example, Deathstroke. So they were never allowed to use the character of Deathstroke. They pitched an, a Deathstroke story to the network, and the network, this was like a literal new Batman Adventures episode, and they're like, <clears throat> let's do a Deathstroke episode. The uh, network said no, because death is in the title of his name. Yeah. So uh, there's also Jason, not Jason Todd, uh, sorry, Red Hood stories that they had in mind. And there's, to answer your question, like they're literally doing lost episodes of the animated series in comic. Oh my God. It's so cool. So not only are we getting characters uh, in collectible and comics form that we never got, it's also lost episodes, which to me, I mean, you couldn't give me a better. Oh, so, so damn dope. Uh, so to go through the list, we got Red Hood is coming out in April, which another quick pause uh, and about the comics. From what they're hinting in the press, uh, what Alan Burnett, I think, said in the press, he said that the... Um, he didn't like say Red Hood, but he said that it's going to be a returning, you know, member of the Bat. He basically hinted that Red Hood is going to be what the whole arc is about. Okay. So the Red Hood was actually one of the first, it was part of the first set of figures revealed last year at New York for 2019. Um, Red Hood. Asriel, Destro, uh, the Super Armor Batman, these these were the ones that were shown at Toy Fair last year, and people were like, oh my god, and then you know, almost a year before the comics were ever even talked about. Um, so, again, to go through the list, we got Red Hood, Red Hood's coming out in April, Asriel's coming out in April, Deathstroke's coming out in May, Super Armor Batman, which is essentially the Dark Knight Returns um, metal suit that he fights Superman in at the end, but animated style, that's set for um, the BTAS version 2 of Batman is set for May. And again, and then Harley as well. And the version 2s are cell-shaded and uh, reduxes, essentially, of already released Batman the Animated Series figures that they're including in the, in under the series of uh, Batman the Adventures Continuum. But they're... And there's a huge emphasis on cell shading on all these now that they never had uh, this deep before. And, oh, my God, like, what do you think of, you know, I guess, you know, what do you think of all these? And then specifically, I guess the first thing is, um, did you notice the cell shading on all these? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm a big fan of, like, the the Azrael Batman uh, story. And um, it's been a really, really long time since I read it, but just like this really super brutal um, Batman, um, you know, while Batman had his back broken, uh, dudes running around in this like crazy, like, um, like sharp claws and everything. So to see him in that like 
Batman the Animated Series style is really unique for me, and I'm overdue for an Azrael figure anyway. So I will be getting that one. It's just really cool to see these characters in this style. Um, and I'm sure uh, it's interesting since these kind of came about before the comic books. I wonder how many of them are we're going to see in this um, in this first run. Um, or if some of them are just kind of like, you know, uh, they're just kind of winging it. Uh, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if these guys were, um, you know, in that Bruce Tim style? Um, I think they look great. And uh, the cell shading, I didn't notice it first, but once I looked at it, uh, it's really cool. Uh, I think we've been seeing some of these like, hey, how can we take um, how can we take like a three dimensional toy and kind of like add something unique to it? Like you had those like Jim Lee sketch uh, figures that came out uh, a couple years ago. Um, I can't remember who put them out. It was maybe it was DC. I think it was DC Collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was like a cool, like oh, like look, they're doing something a little different. Um, I saw some colorized versions uh, at GameStop. I don't know if it's a GameStop exclusive. Right. And they even... looked like 2D. Yeah, yeah. It would, so they kind of like did colorized versions, and then you see uh, companies like Mondo News that. Uh, they do a lot of like collectibles that's not just figures. They do like uh, vinyl releases, like not toy vinyls, like records and other things. But they do have some toys. Um, I recently picked up uh, their their Batman the Animated Series uh, 12 inch uh, figure. And oh, you got that? I did. The one I have is not the cell shaded version, but they did have the cell shaded version previously. It was just sold out. I'm very happy with the one that I purchased, but they started messing with, you know, doing the cell shaded on the toys, like the, as if you were seeing them in, you know, the show. And, uh, I think it looks awesome. And I, I think that people are kind of like seeing these ideas getting floated around and they're, they're going to take a stab at it, um, with these, um, with these, um, adventures continues toys. So I think it's great. I'm, I'm glad that they're, thinking outside the box and doing things a little different, especially it coming from, it's like harking back to its original format. Like it started as a, uh, as a animated show. So kind of bringing that animation to the, to the sculpt is, uh, is unique and cool. So uh, I think it'll be pretty well received. Protect yourself and help save the world with the anti-COVID back cowl. Surgical and other masks are honestly really hard to find right now, so grab these while you still can. If you haven't seen the COVID back cowls yet, uh, the purchase link is in our bio at DC Collecticast on Instagram, where you can also see photos of the masks. Pretty much this looks just like a black surgical mask, but with the iconic image of the bat. There are numerous designs to choose from. Right now we have Batman versus Batman who laughs. There's also a zombie bat, like in Deceased, Tom Hardy's Bane mouthpiece from Dark Knight Rises, and others. These masks look super dope. They're honestly going crazy. Uh, I know I sound like a salesman right now, but <laughs> within 48 hours of posting the first one to Instagram, we got over 50 orders and a ton of comments. Will Friedle, even, the voice of Batman from Batman Beyond, commented, and I quote, I'm going to need one of those. Oh my god. 
I don't think you guys need much more of an endorsement than from the bat himself. But if Batman uh, wasn't good enough, Mike Rome, announcer of the WWE, even commented, saying he bought one. Crazy. And don't take it just from us, CDC recommends wearing cloth face coverings in public settings. That is straight from the CDC.gov website. Just under 10 bucks plus shipping, and you'll be helping our comic book INTL network through the Amazon Associates program. Corona sadly hit the network pretty hard. Several of us are now out of work and could really use the help. And we still plan on giving you more content than ever during quarantine, uh, pods, vids, press coverage. So please consider helping us out by buying something you kind of need anyway and no extra cost to you. So again, all you have to do is go to at DC Collecticast. That's our Instagram. The clickable link is in our bio for your new anti-COVID bat cowl. Just make sure you use that link. That'll trace it back to us for the uh, commission at no extra cost to you at DC Collecticast. Click that link. And as Harvey Two-Face would say, it's a win-win. Please keep in mind pricing and shipping are subject to change during COVID-19 and as affiliates of Amazon, our network is not responsible for design, manufacturing, or distribution as part of the Amazon Associates program. Just how cool is it? It almost feels like a child, I don't want to say childish, but it has that same like childish fun that sending in, you know, back in the day when you'd send in the proof purchase of anything of uh what comes to mind is cereal boxes for toys but yeah. <laughs> like the idea of this cross media like oh are we going to see this action figure in the comic or on the show or just the idea of like you know it's never a new thing to have a cartoon to sell toys but this is almost the opposite this is like this much more adult grown-up coming from a collectibles company that's not a kid's collectibles company, then comics coming out of that from a franchise that's going on 30 years old. You know, like there's a lot to it that has nothing to do with kids and it's still as strong and who knows might even end up being stronger. And I would not be at all surprised if, this is all just proving grounds for DC Universe to analyze all this and go six episodes. Here you go. Uh, let's hope. Fingers crossed for sure. I mean, it's got to be. It's. I'm not saying that it's got to be like it's got to happen, but it can't be something that I'm sure it's in the back of everyone's mind. It's an obvious thing. Um, so all that to say of like, it has this though fun to it of like oh i wonder which you know like figure i get to see on the show or which figure i get to see in the comic and i wonder which comic i'm gonna get to see that looks like the figure i already have and yeah. i don't know that's just so damn exciting and spin masters doing that right now with their target book um have you seen that with like the Clayface two-pack uh with the bat cycle has a comic and then the king shark two-pack has a comic uh, yeah, I I think I've seen it in store also, but I've seen you know people you know pictures of people uh, posting, uh, you know their findings. I haven't. Uh, I love the idea of like an exclusive comic that you can kind of grab to kind of like get uh, someone into like a storyline. I dude, anytime you have some sort of frame of reference for something that you can love, and then like it's gonna make you want to get the figure. Like, uh, yeah. perfect, 
was I was seeing those White Knight figures that McFarlane um, released uh, that are coming out later this year. And I was like, okay. And I've been hearing that it's a good story. But after seeing those, I was like, oh, those look really interesting. Um, Let me look into it. So I I picked up the the trade paperback for the White Knight series. I'm actually like halfway through it. And I love it. It's really cool. And now I need the figures because I'm like, I love it. reference and that's what's going to happen with these figures like um once you once we read the that six series uh six issue arc and it's probably going to be amazing uh i'm probably going to be picking up some of these that i didn't even mention like uh, you know if red hood's a big part of it and i love the story it's going to make you want it so um the that's they know that and it's it's smart um once you can find all you need is a reason to like care about it you need buy-in from the customer so having that comic book on that shelf and then seeing those two packs it's like i can literally like read for a kid like thinking of like a kid like i can read this this is really like my parents will buy the you know the two dollar or however how much it is uh and i can see you know um king shark and batman duke it out um well now i need to get the figures so i can recreate that battle like it's genius that this is something that should have been on for like a while and um i i'm glad that they're piloting that because i i think it's gonna do really well for them yeah as an adult to see two different companies do that um the other thing about the spin master one it's part of a hundred page dc comics giant and both of the like extra story so it's again you got the king shark and then clayface and it's cool because like one is like this fun underwater adventure or harbor thing and then the other one is so you get to see like you know the bat gadgets of that side and then the other one is this detective darker <clears throat> excuse me clayface one takes place at arkham asylum so it's like you get to see the different sides of Batman, perfect for kids. And then, but the other two stories are both set. It's the Adventures of Batman comics, like set in the animated. Okay, awesome. It's like two. They just selected two different um, stories from those old Ty Templeton comics, and I'm just like, and the Craig Rousseau. I'm just like, damn, dude, this might be the best book of comics anyone could ever buy. <laughs> Uh, so if you're an animated person, get the Target 100-page giant. Uh, and then uh, all the rest of the Batman The Adventures Continue figures are set for July and October releases. So um, that would probably mean that the other Toy Fair reveals, like, I'm assuming that means that Talon, Thomas Wayne, um, the Tim Drake... New Batman Adventures and the Batgirl New Batman Adventures version two. All the all four of those, I'm pretty sure that means that those are going to be coming out July, uh, probably October. Those last four. Yeah, Talon is one I'm really looking forward to. Dude, also. Talon looks so awesome. They knocked it out of the park with that sculpt. I mean, he is a perfect character for that. Um, art style and um i love the uh the greg capullo and um 
Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking. Uh, Scott Snyder. Thank you. Oh, man, I almost uh, said Sean. I was like, it's not Sean Murphy. It's not Sean Murphy. You're thinking White Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. We just talked about it. Don't worry about it. I know. I know. I just felt so bad because I love that run. And I'm in the middle of saying that I love uh, the Scott Snyder run. And uh, so just, again, like tying it back to um, having a reason to love a character. And he's a new character. Like it came out of that Court of Owls uh, story arc. Um, and now we get to see that character, um, done in this style. Like it's a must buy. Like, I, I just think it's awesome. I'm excited to see how, I hope they use it in the, um, in these comic books too. I'm going to have to follow these comics so I can, um, you know, see what they do with these, uh, these characters. I'm, I'm sure we won't see all of them since the figures came before the comics, but they have to know that. Talon is such a great character to use. Um, so uh, here's hoping that they they utilize him in those. But he's a he's a great sculpt. I'm I'm totally in. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that Dean was consulted on all of them from get just means that all bets are off. Like at any point, Talon could just show up in a story. At any point, dude, did you see the concept work? And this is get for toy fair and no one really talked about it um, but it kind of, kind of surprised me that no one uh there was concept art for at new york comic-con for hush and thomas wayne we got the thomas wayne reveal at toy fair we got a photo of it and then it was crazy like i didn't even know if i would see thomas wayne in person there there was the photo of it like a couple days before i'm like oh we haven't got an actual we had only gotten concept art of it until like two days before Toy Fair and still not for Hush. So then I'm like, then I start looking around for Hush and I'm like, is it here at the booth? And they're like, no, he's not here. And I'm wondering what that's going to look like and how Hush also could play into the new Batman, uh, the Batman adventures continue. Yeah, that that's that's really cool. Um, and they're, they're, they know they're on to something special here. I'm glad as it seems like a happy accident. I just really hope that it goes, you know, that they realize that they have some, you know, potentially some lightning in a bottle uh, with this idea. If they can just keep pumping out some really good comic books, uh, I'm sure they got the right team behind it. They got the right idea. They know that people are hungry for this. You know, people, you know, your age and my age, uh, we grew up with the, you know, animated series. I'm currently rewatching it myself uh, on on Blu-ray or well digital, but um, I hadn't seen it since being a kid and seeing it air. Um, and I finally got a hold of the of the collection. I've been enjoying every minute, and like we're hungry for this stuff. And um, this can really this should do really well for DC. This is a good plan. I just hope that initial six. Uh, comic books do well for them so that they'll continue and see that it's a good idea i'm worried that it you know it won't it'll get buried somehow and i'm sure it's going to be a good product like i'm i'm 100 sure that it's going to be good what i'm worried about is people how people will respond um so that they if they think that it's not you know a blockbuster thing you know, they might dial it back, but, uh, so far it looks like they're full steam ahead and, uh, we just got to support guys. Let's, let's all download the, 
the digital uh, comic book tomorrow. Let's uh, unify and and buy it and keep it going. Seriously, support the hell out of all this stuff. Um, don't take it for granted. As as we've just learned with human civilization, even that's not something you can apparently take for granted within two weeks. It, it can be <laughs> all taken away from you. I so, know. Uh, <clears throat> again, man. thank God we have digital. Thank God that you know we have this whole other world set up to do like, I mean, you know, it's kind of what people have been saying. You know, other generations have been called to war. Um, we're being called to sit on our couch. And like I said on the last podcast that, I think it's something that especially millennials can handle is like, I think we can handle just staying in and being on technology and thank God we have technology. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's terrible what's happening, but uh, even something like a pandemic is not going to stop Batman from continuing the adventures. Carl. Right. Bat- Batman is, is tougher than this. So uh, oh, yeah. Geez. We're excited for these toys and these comics, and it's going to be great. What up? Uh, I am live. Benjamin David, here at DC Collecticast. This is going to go with our next episode uh, of DC Collecticast coming out Wednesday. Um, You guys all voted and said that Wednesday is a good day, and uh, so that's when you're going to... That's when you guys are going to start getting... Uh, regular episodes. What is exciting is that we just recorded our first uh, what I'm calling block recording with Play With It podcast show. What up, Blake Griggs? Waving. I'm gonna let you guys settle in too, and then we're gonna get into some Q's and A's uh, that you guys posted to Instagram that I posted. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff recently. Really exciting to be a DC collector. Um, how are you doing, Blake Griggs? Good. I am. I am. I'm well considering. <laughs> I need to shave, as you could tell. Uh, but I'm better than I look probably from not shaving. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I wasn't a f- big fan of my day job. So I personally, it kind of has worked out for me quarantine wise. Uh, you know, money is a little rough, but at the same time doing well, how are you? Uh, DC collector, DC comics collector 99. What up? Waving, waving. Glenny.com waving. Uh, again, I got some questions for you guys, uh, on our Instagram DC Collecticast, at DC Collecticast, that I posted to our story and you guys responded and stuff that, uh, also comments, stuff like that. I also have some crossover content because today we're going to be talking about Batman the Adventures Continue comics. Um, so yeah, with that, with my Above and Batman Beyond show, because that takes place in the same universe as Batman Beyond, of course, uh, it all ties in. So you guys are going to get some crossover content from there as well. I also realized that I haven't asked you guys questions on Instagram uh, recently so much about Batman the Adventures Continue. We did that poll the other day and I got the results of that. We're going to talk about that. I thought was a lot of fun. Um, And yeah, so the poll between Asriel and Red Hood are the first uh, April releases. So this is a really exciting one. Again, once, once again, it's an exciting time to be a DC collector. Uh, especially an animated collector like myself with the Batman Beyond podcast to have a whole new line of Batman the Adventures continue. Um, you know, literally continuing the adventures of the animated series ties in with Beyond is the same universe. So exciting. Um, first of all, uh, this is from straight from our at DC Collecticast on Instagram. We got a poll between, once again, the new 
I should say, yeah, the newly released figures of April are going to be Red Hood and Asriel. So starting here with this month, uh, the poll was, uh, who are you getting first for the new DC Direct BTAC, the Batman and the Adventures continue, who are you getting first, uh, which figs, are you getting Asriel or are you getting Red Hood, 46% uh, said Asriel, 54% said Red Hood. Um, so, you guys are getting Red Hood first. What's interesting about this poll, too, is that Asriel wasn't... First of all, it was pretty close most of the time, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I thought that that's always fun, you know, when something doesn't get dominated. Um, but it's, it's also interesting because Asriel was in the lead most of the time, from my memory, and then Red Hood took it. That's still pretty close, 46, Asriel 54, Red Hood. The point is that you guys are probably going to get both. <laughs> Is what's really gonna happen. Uh, what up, Lou Mendoza? Sorry, Mendozayo. Um, cool man. So that was the poll once again uh, of Asriel versus Red Hood. I mean, they're both. The Asriel seeing a robot animated. I mean, obviously, half sleeve of Batman Beyond. Like it. I just love technology in that animated style. Um, so Asriel is pretty dope. I don't necessarily like the idea and or the uh, even kind of the art of Asriel. In uh, I mean, look, it's well done. It's just it's not for me in the comics. Like I'm not gonna like pick up an Asriel comic. Is all I'm saying. Whereas I think that seeing him animated because I'm such an animated guy, it's it's really cool. And those puffy, uh, just those like perfectly spherical, <laughs> like very clean yellow shoulders um the blue it's just it's just really nice um red hood the cell shading i love that too like how it's got the uh, gray in his neck and you actually see that too at the beginning of the comic the batman the adventures continue comic uh so at any point guys feel free again this month uh we got red hood and we have asriel we just did the poll for that, Red Hood taking it, and then we have the comics that came out last week. So feel free to ask questions at any point about those. Uh, and then I'm gonna go through all the Adventures Continue stuff that we got on our Instagram, both between at DC Collecticast and our at Batman Beyond Podcast as well. Oh, sorry, Blake Griggs, what did I miss out? And then uh, Lou Men Mendoza Mendozayo, uh, Lex Luthor figure. Oh, you want a Lex Luthor figure? Yeah, that would be great. That's a good question. At any point, chime in. What figures do you guys want to see? Uh, Blake Briggs, let me go back. All right, so you got DC Collectibles, Batman the Adventures Continue, Tony Zuko and his henchman's accessories. All right, yeah, that'd be cool. Zuko is important, you know? I mean, this is the guy who killed uh, Robin's family, created Robin. We got Rupert Thorne and Candace Leopold accessory packs. Rupert Thorne's another one, always in that show. Candace. Candace! Love it. Uh, Condiment King. I mean, that's... We're all dying for a Condiment King. Can't agree more. Pack Rat Mighty Mom. I mean, you just must watch... Just list every person that's ever found these shows. No, these are good, though. Uh, really good. Yes, dude. I, I want all of those. And while continuing the adventures, you know, they keep saying they're doing this because they ran out of, like let's say viable characters that are gonna sell or whatever. 
I argue that if you're going to, and I love that, I love this project, you know, the concept of continuing the adventures, giving us characters we never saw, also continuing the story, and now with comics. Um, but with, uh, sorry, that sound keeps driving me insane. I, I know it's coming from this room. I'm losing my mind. I love this. I losing my mind live. You're watching it happen. Uh, no, but I forgot what I was saying. Oh, sorry. So while doing that, though, if you're boosting the enthusiasm, how much are you really losing out by throwing in an obscure little, like, whatever character and not worrying about, um, you know, like, what's, what's, what's the big loss if you throw in, like, a, a Tony Zuko or even his henchman? One of them doesn't sell. It's not a big deal. So, you know, I, I think because – and I'm not saying that, like, those characters in particular, but they keep saying that they, they being DC Direct – they feel that they've run out. Um, I'm not saying they're wrong, but I understand their hesitation. I'll also, again, argue with all this enthusiasm coming back. If you throw in some obscurity, people will go for that. Uh, most deaf. So the other ones, again, July and October. Within that, then you got Vampire Batman. Um, there's going to be Catwoman coming out. The Batgirl. I think Batgirl's also going to be probably one of the October since she was Toy Fair, release, uh, Toy Fair Reveal. So there's a bunch more. There's 16 total. I did a whole collage, by the way, at DC Collective Cast. Pretty proud of that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, took a bit, but <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun doing that with like the Instagram program. Just that simple, uh, I forget what it is, but you just collage stuff. And it's all of B Batman The Adventures Continue uh, figures everything okay and there's also some robins coming out uh joker there's the deathstroke so yeah man can't wait for that oh sorry deathstroke's may but yeah it's gonna be fun i can not wait so what else we got for btac here oh once again uh you guys voted for wednesday so we're gonna start getting wednesday episodes uh, in my schedule, it was either Wednesday or Friday. 83% said Wednesday. So that was kind of the final poll on that on our at DC Collecticast Instagram. All right, so this is some crossover content since we're talking about Batman The Adventures Continue uh, from our Above and Batman Beyond podcast. So that's at Batman Beyond Podcast on Instagram. And um, I've, you know, name dropped it a million times, but if you're just tuning in, that, that's what instagram this is from but it all ties in because it's specifically about uh the avengers continue comics so somebody asked uh is this a connection to the new batman adventures series absolutely it is this is uh directly a connection it is the direct sequel to the new batman adventures continue which is worth noting because it's it's kind of confusing when people say that it's that Adventures continue. Let's just in short say BTAC. Okay. BTAC is the sequel of BTOS, Batman the Animated Series. But it's also, you gotta kinda refine that a little bit and, and say that it's the direct sequel of TNBA, New Batman Adventures, because it's in that style, uh, not the BTOS style. But BTOS is the overall term for all of it. So it's that's why probably these questions, 
you know, it's a little confusing maybe if you, you know, aren't a DCAU obsessed person like some of us are. Um, so yeah, this is definitely a connection to the new Batman Adventures series. If you like new Batman Adventures, 97 to 99, uh, some people prefer it over animated series. I can't argue with that. I would say that quality wise, TNBA, it has a cleaner record. Uh, there's less stinkers in it, almost none. It's almost pretty, actually, sorry, not true. There's that one with where they're at the, din where the dinosaurs, critters, oof, yeah, not good. <laughs> Uh, so there's some stinkers in there too, but I would say that TNBA is cleaner. Um, I Bruce's voice, he had more time to, Kevin Conroy had more time to develop it. So I would say quality wise, since I'm a big voice guy, you know, doing voice work now myself and always been obsessed with the voice side of animation and no one's, you know, I don't have to explain Kevin Conroy and the importance of him, but you know, there were, in animated series, his voice wasn't fully developed. If you go back to the earlier episodes, even some of my favorite Vitas episodes, I wish he had kind of had the, uh, I wish he had fallen into the style at that point of the, of the voice that he ends up developing for TNBA, because I just think it's a lot stronger. So this is a question I put up uh, on our, again, above and Batman Beyond podcast, the character you're most excited for in Vitas in Batman The Adventures Continue. Because again, we got a bunch to choose from. You got, um, sorry, you have Azrael, Red Hood. You got Deathstroke, new guys we haven't seen before. Batman Who Laughs, who's probably not gonna be in this. Uh, but a bunch of characters to choose from. So a lot of people said, this person said Deathstroke. Uh, got another Deathstroke. Got another Deathstroke. <laughs> It could be because the picture I put up was of Deathstroke, uh, so that could be why. <laughs> um, but most people, yeah, said Deathstroke, and then that one person asked about, you know, the, the connection. Is, is this connected to uh, new Batman Adventures? Let's see if there's another one. I think here's another one. Oh, here we go. Do you think it takes place around the same time as the STAS finale legacy. Um, so I am not super familiar with a STAS. That is a question for Maddie Washburn. Check out the DCAU Watchtower. That's my scapegoat to say that I don't know. Uh, consult that expert of the timeline of the DCAU. What I like to say is that he is burdened with the timeline of the DCAU. He just walks around having to know everything that happens chronologically uh, he's an insanely smart human being, the man, Matty Washburn, check him out. But um, check out the Watchtower. They just did a video too about Adventures Continue and they're all over it. So again, check them out. That's a question for Matty Washburn. I know that, all right, let me think. So STAS finale, I know that STAS ran after Adventures Continue, but, or sorry, New Batman Adventures, but this is also after New Batman Adventures. So the answer is, I don't, although he does mention, so, all right, let me think a little deeper. In the beginning, he mentions, all right, Superman's off world in this because he says that he would like, he tries to reach out to Clark 
but knows he's not around. Um, so they're assuming that he's off-world, and that's why Lex is up to no good, and adventures continue. Uh, so if Brute, if... I guess it would have to. Yeah, this would have to take place afterward. Because this would have to take place after STAS. Because, although I don't know the exact events, it's been that long since I've watched Legacy, uh, the finale of, of STAS, so... The all I'm saying is that because he is off world in this, he would have to be on world, I guess, during that. So if he is on world during that, it would kind of follow that this would take place after that. I also think yes, because this ends in spoilers. If you haven't read, if you're just tuning in, if you haven't read what up TM3, uh, if you haven't read the Adventures Continue Chapter One Hardware. Uh, three, two, one spoilers. Get out of here if you don't want to hear the end of it. But uh, not a lot happens. I, if I have one criticism, I, I, it's cool. It was like a nice teaser, but it was 22 pages, but it's digital. So it's like the horizontal pages and it's not as many panels as like full page. So it was just very short. Then again, oh, it was so cool. I really loved it. So I can't complain that much, but I would have liked a little more. I'm hoping that maybe the other issues are going to be a little longer. Uh, but again, not complaining. So, yeah, I would surmise this takes place... Oh, yeah, sorry. So, this ends, 3, 2, 1, spoilers, with the suit we never got in the animated universe, which is the Lex Luthor battle armor. Oh, my God. So, to go through very quick the story, uh, it begins with a giant robot <laughs> smashing through Gotham. It looks so friggin' cool, just very old-school, mid-century style robot. Because um, again, New Batman Adventures is... It was specifically made New Batman Adventures, actually. Uh, quick trivia, to fit into the universe of... They knew they were doing a Superman show, so they wanted to fit it into the Superman style. They wanted those two universes to fit. And then they decided on mid-century for Superman. Now, you would go to Gotham and New Batman Adventures, it was still deco, definitely. But it was kind of like adaptable to mid-century. So it makes sense that this robot, and especially since the robot would be uh, a Luthor bot, obviously. Spoilers! Uh, I think that was pretty obvious. Luthor being like the first three panels or four or whatever of the whole, uh, or at least pages of the comic and a giant robot suddenly in Gotham. Hello. But yeah. Uh, it's a really cool looking mid-century robot. So the aesthetics, I think, were really nice on that. What up, Billy Lobos? Um, Billy V. Lobos. Oh, that's a cool name. I like that. What does the V stand for? <laughs> um, so yeah, again, we're talking about, since you just tuned in, Batman the Adventures Continue comics uh, and the figures, and I'm going down kind of the quick synopsis of the comic. So this giant robot, really cool mid-century style, smashing through Gotham City, uh, meanwhile, Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor are at this cocktail party, and of course, Bunny Vreeland, or not Bunny, uh, Veronica Vreeland, I'm of course in the Beyond Universe, Veronica Vreeland is hitting on Bruce, hey, we dated, why, we, why didn't this never, you know, of course, Bruce is like, uh, I can't tell you that I'm Batman, but get out of my life. So, pushing away beautiful, rich women, as always, and then, uh, this robot starts smashing everything up, Luthor is, of course, at this party, uh, and then Batman's got to find out what the hell's going on with 
the robot. Really cool shots of the Batcave, and then of course, as you, if you follow this stuff, you've seen the shots of uh, kind of there's some narration in the beginning, very noir, very cool of what is definitely Red Hood. Oh, it's gonna be Jason Todd, young Jason Todd. Oh my God, I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. Their interpretation thereof. And again, he won the vote on the figure, so. It's already proven, at least here at DC Collecticast, that uh, you guys are most excited. <laughs> probably, if I took the poll here, you guys are probably most excited for Red Hood, at least based on the figures, obviously. Um, so we got, you know, Red Hood kind of narrating in the beginning, but then he doesn't really play into the whole story. He's just talking about, like, oh, man, I remember Gotham. And the idea is that he's back. And it's just like, oh, my God. And he's observing everything that's going on. Uh, and... So this robot smashing everything up, and then, long story short, Bruce ends up tracking the thing down to an airplane hangar, which I'm really hoping is the same one that takes place in Rebirth of Batman Beyond. And seeing the red sky, since it's still old Bruce Wayne in the beginning of Batman Beyond, ah, that would be so cool if it was the same airplane hangar. Um, so... It ends up in this hangar, and he's just by deduction, he's like, where would a giant robot? And he even says giant robot. Uh, I just love how simple and straightforward it is. Uh, it's just so good. Again, written by Paul Dini, Alan Burnett. Uh, and then we got... Uh, sorry, Blake Riggs. I just want to sub the ending real quick. So he busts in, and then none other than Luthor, of course, is revealed in his battle suit his battle armor so badass shooting uh at batman oh my god so that was the first and that's like the big reveal at the end so yeah man adventures continue so badass to see that uh blake race bruce wayne and dick Grayson, barbara gordon btas version question so what is the question so because we have oh right yeah we haven't gotten them out of the suit yeah, man. Love to see that. That'd be great. I was actually, I forget the artist's name, but I was just reposting somebody today and they do these really cool uh, animated series. And he's done a lot of the animated series universe of like kids, kind of like kids comics and, and shorter books and stuff that are put out by smaller publishers, but it's in the animated style. I forget his name. Sorry for forgetting, but point is he just posted today. <laughs> It was today or yesterday, and it was like the Bat Family, but all of them, like you're saying, uh, the BTAS version. Actually, it was New Batman Adventures, but um, they were out of the suit, which is funny. Yeah, but as you're saying, the BTAS versions of them, yeah, we haven't gotten that. We still haven't gotten a Bruce Wayne. If we get the Bruce Wayne, he's going to be giant. <laughs> he's going to have his, the width of his back is going to be, they're going to have to make him like one of those giant size figures. Uh, what up, W. Garcia, 85? <clears throat> but yeah, man, this BTAC stuff is exciting. And uh, again, if you guys have anything else to add here, we're going to start to wrap it up. So once again, these, uh, as I go live, and next time when I have time, I'm going to set up the mic once again. I did that last time. Uh, I've just been scrambling like crazy. Um, so a couple things as we wrap up just to tell you about and feel free to throw in questions about Batman the Adventures Continue uh, or other stuff as well. Um, next week, 
when I go live, we'll talk all about McFarlane. I have a lot of questions that you guys have been posting to Instagram and that I posted today as well, or that that, that I posted uh, to Instagram that you guys responded to, uh, because April releases of uh, McFarlane are the Wonder Woman 84 and then the Batman uh, Arkham, sorry, Arkham Asylum uh, Batman and Joker. So the action figures for all that stuff, it's two for Wonder Woman and then those two Batman and Joker for uh, Arkham. The 84, the gold posable wings, ah, it's the gold armor and it's for no extra cost too, which is crazy. Like Carl and I were talking about that. Oh, sorry. So to backtrack, finish what I was saying. Uh, I do these bulk recordings with Oh, thank you, uh, W. Garcia, 85. So keep up the good work. You as well in whatever you're doing. And I hope you're well and safe. And I hope everyone is well and safe. If I didn't say that in the beginning, uh, I do. I'm also being deliberate to not try to drive home the fact that we're all living in quarantine. But, you know, I do. Because uh, <laughs> I am going to get to that in a minute, too. There's something I do want to say. But, uh, yeah, back to what I've been doing once again. I record with Carl from the Play With It podcast once a month. I take a half hour from that. Uh, recording and then I put it together I'm gonna go live once a week here at DC Collected Cast uh, I should probably do a poll of what night would be good I did a poll of uh, Wednesdays is what one I did Wednesday versus Friday you guys voted for Wednesday for new episodes of DC Collected Cast so every Wednesday morning now you guys are gonna get a fresh episode and again it's gonna be half uh, me talking to Carl from play with it about uh, a specific topic we'll split it up and then uh, Sorry, and then half of it is this, me going live, the audio from this. So it'll either be like this exact one or another time that I go live during the week. And then that'll be once again paired with it. So you get an hour episode every week now. Uh, videos as well at the Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. Uh, I know things haven't been as consistent. I hope you can understand. Uh, and that actually brings me to my next point. Speaking of DC collectibles and uh, you know apparel and stuff like that related to DC. I am out of work and some of us here at the network are so to really to help us out it would really uh, be a tremendous help we are part of an Amazon associate now we are Amazon associates which means that we get a commission from things that we post links to on our for example at Batman Beyond podcast or at DC collect cast on Instagram I posted yesterday and today uh, there is a what I'm calling the COVID cowl beyond uh, and then the uh, Bane surgical mask and you know, it sounds weird to be a salesman during this, but I was about to set up all my affiliates anyway with the extra time for podcasting, and I thought, why not uh, do it something that we all need as well? It's also awareness. Some people aren't going out there with masks on, and it's kind of gotten to that point. It's understandable if you've been hesitant, uh, you know, I, but, you know, gloves and masks, or at least the mask, one or the other, you got to be careful, and as everyone's saying, stay home. Um, Please be safe, you know, concern goes out to you. And then please, if you can help us out and it's a win-win. So there's Bane. I have links for uh, a bunch of different styles of the surgical masks and it's CDC recommended, as I was saying before. CDC recommended uh, to wear at least cloth over your mask when you're in public places, if you have to go out, you know, grocery stores, pharmacies, whatever, you still should wear something. Uh, so there's a Batman Beyond one on our app, Batman, Batman Beyond podcast. And this thing, it's been nuts, dude. When I say I've been flying, like the first hour I already sold one. And then by the second hour, I think I sold two more. And then I wake up this morning to 21 sales. I had Will Friedle, the voice of Batman Beyond, comment and say, 
I got to get me one of those, something like that, or uh, I'm going to need one of those. And then we had uh, WWE's, sorry, WWE's Mike Rome, and he's an announcer who follows my Above and Batman, uh, the At Batman Beyond podcast Instagram, and he was like, I just bought one. So it's nuts, like, and that's just the people, just the people that have told me that they bought it is like upwards of six to ten, and then... Again, I saw 21 sales there. Um, and it's no extra cost to you. A piece of that goes to us here at the network at Comic Book INTL uh, and our at Batman Beyond podcast at DC Collecticast. And it's just such a win-win. Public health, your safety, I care about you guys and hope you're all safe, of course. Um, so yeah, tune in either another time this week or next week. And I'm gonna put up a, once again, I'm gonna put up a poll uh, to see when you guys would prefer me to go live, and that'll be paired with new episodes of DC Collecticast. Uh, this episode is again going to be Batman The Adventures Continue um, comics and figures since the comic just came out from DC Comics. Definitely check it out. It's digital only. It's a it's a buck. Download it, and it's continuing. If you like Batman the Animated Series and New Batman Adventures, it's literally continuing that. Uh, what up, Arc Paul Thirty? So yeah, uh, at DC Collecticast on Instagram. Tune in for uh, more Q's and A's and post stuff, and I will get back to you. I might, honestly, I might go live again this week to do the McFarlane stuff since I've put so much on there for McFarlane, and you guys said so much cool stuff. Uh, so I might go live again. We'll see. But the point is that this is going to go with our uh, next episode of DC Collectcast, all about Batman the Adventures Continue comics and figures from DC uh, DC Correct DC Direct. <laughs> I did that at Toy Fair since I'm so used to saying DC Collectibles. Uh, there's a bunch of bloopers of me going DC Correct DC Collectible, ah! uh, <laughs> but DC Correct's a funny one. DC Direct DC Comics, check it all out. Uh, wash your hands, be safe. This is Benjamin David. Uh, check out my stuff as well at collectible506.com. I'm a writer editor over there. Uh, huge Latin American site and I'm the English speaking liaison so you can find my writing there uh, shout out to them gracias to Johan Morales for press passes and all this cool access including uh, I get previews every Tuesday night of Batman the Adventures continue pretty dope as member of press so stay tuned for that uh, also Adventures continue figures hopefully uh, I just talked to DC direct actually just emailed them and they said that they're gonna send me stuff. They said they're not sending out stuff for reviews to anyone right now, but when they are, I'm on their list. So because unfortunately I am jobless, I'm waiting for that. Um, not really in the market to buy at least a lot of figures right now. So hopefully I can get my hands on those, start doing reviews. And then the next episode, we're gonna talk about McFarlane since McFarlane is an April release as well, which once again is gonna be uh, Batman and Joker from Arkham. I have my interview with Todd McFarlane that's already been posted to our Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. Uh, the podcast has been posted already and my interview also with another rep from DC, or from, uh, sorry, from McFarlane, that's been posted to my live Toy Fair coverage. There's also live Toy Fair coverage specifically about uh, the BTAC stuff, the Adventures Continue is on our uh, At Batman Beyond podcast, or I should say Above and Batman Beyond YouTube channel and podcast uh, because that is animated. I did crossover content, so there's a lot of Adventures Continue not posted to this podcast. So, you know, I know I keep name dropping that, but it's also my show, and uh, it's very close, obviously, to what we do here. And I talk about collectibles all the time on that show. So it kind of fits. Um, and again, 
my interview with DC Direct is over there at Batman Beyond Podcast, above on Batman Beyond. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, the podcast is on SoundCloud and iTunes. And our show here at DC Collective Cast is going to be on iTunes, Spotify, a bunch of pod places. So subscribe to everything. Subscribe to our Comic Book ITO YouTube channel. Um, and this has been Benjamin David. Keep collecting. Everybody, this is Todd McFarlane here. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collector Cast.